Rising tide of violence gripping the nation. First tonight on our news live at 7. 24 murders in 36 days, three in the last 72 hours. We investigate the disturbing trend, questioning how did we get here? This as police address the proliferation of high-powered weapons amid the alarming escalation in gun violence. Plus, nowhere to go. 82 unregulated homes flattened on opulent drive off Bacardi Road. Residents helplessly watched their homes torn down early this morning. Then in our news at 7.30, high-speed drama unfolds as police shoot and wound a 23-year-old woman in a stolen car, allegedly attempting to run over officers. Our news live at 7 starts right now. Welcome to our news live at 7. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Kendino Knowles. 24 murders in 36 days, three of them happening in the last 72 hours. The violence rocking the nation, leaving many to ask, how did we get here? Jasmine Brown takes a look in this report. We're waging war on the criminals. We're not going to relent. We will not. We will remain firm, we will remain focused. Police making it clear they want to clamp down on crime. But despite launching a series of tactics, the murder count continues to head further into the double digits. Since January 1st, there have been 24 murders, 22 in New Providence and one in Abaco and one in Grand Bahama. And the violence has been shocking. Take, for instance, the first homicide for the year, when a son allegedly stabbed his father to death in an upscale gated community in western New Providence. Three days later, a couple was shot and killed during a brazen daylight drive-by shooting on Prince Charles Drive. And on January 7th, a 16-year-old girl was shot and killed in Nassau Village. Then there was the fatal shooting of a grandmother on January 11th through Lily of the Valley Corner. While those incidents were shocking, authorities say suspects on bail make up the majority of victims this year, a trend that spilled over from 2023. Police Commissioner Clayton Fernander has made it clear he's no fan of the current bail laws. And it have to be some deterrent, man. It have to be some deterrent. The criminals are not feeling the full arm of the law. The Davis administration has since tabled legislation to amend the current Bail Act. But what's fueling the crime? Gangs. In a national address on January 15th, Prime Minister Philip Davis insisted they won't be tolerated. We're not just disrupting them, we are dismantling them. Two days later, National Security Minister Wayne Monroe told the Nassau Guardian that crime was down 20% last year. For Free National Movement leader Michael Pintard, the numbers mean very little. The general Bahamian uh, community have a fear of the pervasiveness of crime. Now, while we were able to track the murders so far this year, what we're all still waiting on is the release of the 2023 crime statistics. Once that happens, we'll have a true take on the crime situation across the country. Reporting for our news, I'm Jasmine Brown. All right, thanks, for lot. thanks a lot for that, Jasmine. And police. Also on the hunt for two suspects who gunned down a Chippingham man early this morning as he walked from his apartment complex to his home. Up to now, the profile of the victims are people known to police with some kind of criminal history. Jerome Sawyer was on the scene of murder number 23 for the year and fills us in. A spot shotter alert sending police to the Providence Avenue scene shortly before 6 Monday morning. There, the bullet-riddled body of 31-year-old Giovanni Joseph lie face down, just feet from his front door. Police tell us two males ambushed him on the way to his car. Two males, both armed, one armed with a high-powered weapon, who approached him and shot him multiple times about the body. Our information is that these males also took a gold-colored Honda Accord, which we believe is the victim's vehicle. An anonymous eyewitness recalls how the victim was shot repeatedly until he eventually fell. But the stolen car and no known police record paint a picture of a possible robbery. Those are uh, lines of inquiries that we will explore to determine if, in fact, it was an armed robbery. Meanwhile, reporters press police about the growing public concern. We know that the police are out, we're out and about. We have a number of operations that are taking place. 
And um, we're yielding some good results um, that is not reported. We have made some good firearm arrests. We have charged a number of persons with serious offenses. And we just advise persons to please just be on alert, be careful of their surroundings. But the police, we are here to protect all citizens. And finally, a sobering word of caution. If you have family members or you're associated with persons who are on bail for serious offenses, or you associate with these persons who are prolific offenders, then you're making yourself a target. It's been an incredibly busy and bloody 72 hours with police, crime scene investigators, and even the media going from scene to scene. But even as police try to give their best assurances that they have the situation under control, the carnage continues, leaving an even more frightened public and the government hard-pressed to find answers. Reporting for our news, I'm Jerome Sawyer. All right, thanks for that, Jerome. And coming up later tonight, we hear from or hear some heartbreaking testimonies as the victim's grieving mother speaks out on her son's fatal shooting. Meanwhile, a neighbor who says he's no stranger to the tragedy of gun violence shares how the recent murder has reopened painful wounds. Stay tuned for their powerful stories coming up in our news at 7.30. Meanwhile, police acknowledge a disturbing trend in the types of weapons now used in murders. Crime scenes showing multiple gun casings, victims and vehicles riddled with gunshots and eyewitness accounts of rapid fire, all pointing to high-powered weapons in the hands of murder suspects. The question raised with Chief Superintendent Michael Johnson on the murder scene this morning. He confirmed police are working with American agencies and other local law enforcement agencies to try and stop the guns at the borders. Customs is assisting us, um, like you said, our U.S. counterparts and uh, DEA uh, and other agencies are assisting us with intelligence and so we're able to intercept some of these weapons from even making it to the Bahamas and so we again encourage persons to have any information about any weapons that are about to come to our shores to let us know so we can uh, stop that from happening. And Chief Superintendent Johnson confirming police have been able to intercept shipments through courier services and even shipments of gun parts to assemble weapons. He openly addressed family members harboring these weapon owners. Our intelligence is giving us some information what we're working with, but persons, uh, family members know of other family members who are in possession of weapons. Those persons to give us that information so we could uh, recover these weapons. And a 64-year-old man who was shot in Grand Bahama two weeks ago has died. The elderly man was shot in the shoulder around 7 p.m. on January 23rd at a home on Oleander Street. Police say the victim was alert when they arrived and told officers he was shot by someone he knew after they got into a fight. And a shanty town shut down on Opulent Drive as 82 structures demolished, tractors and bulldozers leveling 82 unregulated homes in the illegal community off Bacardi Road. We've got more on that in just a bit, but for now, we want to take our first look at temperatures. Meteorologist Greg Thompson, he's standing by in the Weather Center. And Greg, we had a really uh, strong thunderstorm this morning. I, I, I remember getting up hearing, hearing that storm. Missed the one yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that as well, but I mean, I... It started yesterday. We have a uh, complex, uh, low-pressure system with a couple of boundaries moving across, and uh, we're still not out of the woods. And also mm. that boundary, that actually low-pressure system is going to create some very nasty weather out there on the waters, so we're going to tell you a little more about that later on. But for now, sure. it's comfortable outside, but the cool air mass has now moved in since that line passed through us earlier today, and we did have some severe thunderstorm warnings issued for most of the day for the Northwest Bahamas, but we settled down right now, 66 degrees on the partly cloudy skies, the winds are out of the southwest at 13 miles per hour, so the winds have started to pick up, feels like temperature is very cool, 64. Temperatures around the islands right now at 66 in Freeport and in Marsh Harbor, Abaco, and you guys are seeing a couple of showers nearby. 68 Alistair Bimini, 71 in Great Harbor Key and in Governor's Harbor. And you guys over in Luther also seeing some showers nearby. Nickel San Andros, 69. Central Bahamas, 71 Kemp's Bay. We pick up 73s, Arthurstown, Cat Island, and in Georgetown. Cobertown, San Salvador, 70. Deadman's Key, 72, with showers in the lo- in your immediate location. Dead- Duncantown, Ragged Island. 
uh, 73 there. 72 in Colonel Hill, Cricket Island, Abrams Bay, Delectable Bay, 73 with some showers there. Also in Turks and Caicos Islands, Providential, you guys are 71 with some showers. Matthew Town in Agua, Deep South, you are 72 at this hour. Satellite radar composite showing the big picture. We have a complex low pressure system to the west of Florida. It's actually just to the south of what we call the Big Bend. And there are some wraparound moisture moving around that uh, low pressure system, moving across the northwest Bahamas. As I said, we're not out of the woods yet. We're starting to see some more showers uh, on the backside of Andros. That is going to be headed our way tonight. So we're looking at some more showers and some thunderstorms tonight. Could possibly see some very strong thunderstorms, so we could see a couple of isolated uh, thunderstorm warnings posted for the Bahamas. Rest of the Bahamas starting to see some more clouds moving. Very windy conditions expected tomorrow. We'll tell you a little more about that later on in your extended forecast. Thanks, Greg. And still to come in our news, government's ongoing demolition campaign sees 82 unregulated homes bulldozed on Opulent Drive this morning. Residents say they have nowhere else to go. Plus, a milestone renewal as the Bahamas U.S. Air Transportation Preclearance Agreement is extended after almost 50 years. The story when our news returns. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. From Super Bowl parties to family functions, the fun starts at super value and quality supermarkets. Rainbow corn beef, 12 ounce, 229. Best value whole kernel corn, 15 ounce, 99 cents. Quaker oats, assorted 18 ounce, 379. Chicken drumsticks, 99 cents per pound. Fresh tomatoes, 249 per pound. If you're looking to save, you're looking at super value and quality supermarkets. Speak the voice of the drum. Tractors and bulldozers tearing down 82 more unregulated homes and structures in another New Providence shanty town. This time on opulent drive off Bacardi Road, the structures were torn down just after 8 a.m. Residents of that community, greeted by officials from the Ministry of Works and police officers, Building Control Officer Craig Delancey giving details at the scene. We've started the demolition process of the unregulated uh, community out here. Uh, we have quite a few houses and other structures um, that are, have been here for some time that were not approved and uh, they are now in the process of de demolishing. This latest demolition follows a similar exercise carried out at the All Saints Way Shantytown. Delancey says residents we're given 28 days notice to vacate, which he says is currently being leased for agricultural purposes. This property here was leased by Ms. Justina Curry. Um, she was one of the uh, persons who have been behind us uh, complaining about um, persons on her property that she had a lease to do farming on. And so um, this is one of the areas that was in contention and we are trying to clear it up. We have much more in this morning's demolition coming up in our news at 7.30. Be sure and stay tuned for that. Our air transport pre-clearance agreement with the United States was originally signed almost 50 years ago. Well, today, that agreement was renewed and we may be looking at even stronger bonds in the future. Marlena Leonard has this. Today, as you've heard, the Commonwealth of the Bahamas and the United States renew one of the longest cooperation agreements 
because it was on the 24th of April, 1974, which is nine months after the Bahamas became an independent nation that the 1974 preclearance agreement was signed. U.S. Charge d'Affaires Usha Pitt says the convenience of our air transport preclearance agreement makes a world of difference for Americans returning home from the Bahamas, turning the experience into one comparable to U.S. domestic travel. She also highlights the benefits to Bahamians. For Bahamians, uh, they enjoy that benefit as well, but even better is that it allows us to uh, uh, grant Bahamians visa-free travel, which is a benefit that very, very few countries enjoy. So it's a really great um, uh, perk for, for both our countries. And like Peter pointed out, there's only six countries in the world that have um, this kind of air transport preclearance agreement. So it's a, it's a special relationship, a unique relationship. And we could see that relationship strengthen soon, as the Bahamas is being considered for addition to the global entry list. That program allows pre-approved travelers an expedited clearance process through automated kiosks in select airports. Acting Executive Assistant Commissioner of the Office of Field Operations for U.S. Customs and Border Protection, Diane Sabatino, our partnership predates the existence of the Department of the Homeland, of Homeland Security as well as Customs uh, and Border Protection. Uh, so we've had a lot of changes and evolution certainly on the U.S. government side over the last 50 years. And this new agreement really represents uh, a modernized operational framework to really be more flexible, more nimble, um, and again to look for those uh, incredible opportunities uh, to partner. I think Global Entry is one example of many, uh, you know, where we look uh, you know, to have uh, ongoing discussions and really bring that partnership uh, to the next level. Reporting for Our News, I'm Marlena Leonard. When Our News comes back from the break, we turn our spotlight to stories making headlines across the world as King Charles diagnosed with cancer. Buckingham Palace announces the monarch's health challenges. Plus, Taylor Swift makes Grammy history, winning Album of the Year a fourth time. And demonstrators demand Haiti's Prime Minister resign over continued gang violence when our news returns. Saturday, February 10th. Let's get back to love. Alpha Sounds Promotions presents Brian McKnight. Mark your calendars, set your alarms, and don't forget the dress code is all white. And Karen White going to be a vibe, y'all, so get your tickets, and don't forget to come in your all-white. to love at the Amphitheater, Nassau Cruise Port, downtown, dress code, all-white, tables available for you and three guests, sky pods, and sky boxes for your maximum experience. Get tickets online at BahamasETicket.com. Tickets also sold at Plantation Bar and Grill, Minoso, in the Mall of Marathon, Big Boys Cafe. It's back to love. Saturday, February 10th at the Amphitheater. For more info, follow BahamasETickets.com. This is our news. Welcome back. We turn our attention now to stories making headlines across the world. Buckingham Palace says King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer and began treatment on Monday. The palace says the cancer was identified during the king's recent hospital treatment for a benign enlarged prostate. A statement from the palace said a separate issue of concern was noted and subsequent diagnostic tests have identified a form of cancer. The palace has not said what type of cancer the king has been diagnosed with, but said the 75-year-old king has been advised to postpone public duties. Taylor Swift made history Sunday night after she secured her fourth album of the year Grammy, standing as the only artist with such an achievement. Billie Eilish claimed Song of the Year for What Was I Made For from the Barbie movie, and Miley Cyrus took home Record of the Year for her song, Flowers. This is R&B and pop singer Victoria Monet was crowned Best New Artist. 
Winners chosen by the Diverse Recording Academy said to reflect the industry's evolving inclusivity efforts. I would love to tell you that this is the best moment of my life, but I, I feel this happy when I finish a song or when I crack the code to a bridge that I love or when I'm shot listing a music video or when I'm rehearsing with my dancers or my band or getting ready to go to Tokyo to play a show. For me, the, the award is the work. All I want to do is keep being able to do this. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. It makes me unbelievably blown away that it makes some people happy who voted for this award too. All I want to do is keep doing this. So thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. And now to the region where a new wave of unrest is gripping Haiti with fresh protests now demanding Prime Minister Ariel Henry resign amid continuing gang violence. Authorities say Major Haitian cities remained paralyzed over the weekend as clashes erupted between demonstrators and police. Banks, schools and government offices have closed while blazing tires continue to block key routes. I had problems. I ran. I have children with me. I ran with them. I have nothing for them children. The gangs kill people and they chase us. That's why I left the area. And Guyana Teachers Union said on Monday it is now assessing the response to a potential general strike for increased salaries. And as tensions rise, students preparing for exams now said to be faced with uncertainty. GTU President Dr. Mark Light denied threats responding to reports of intimidation. Meanwhile, the Ministry of Education claimed breach of its agreement. While the chief labor officer has rejected calls for arbitration, the union says the standoff continues as they evaluate the situation. Still to come in our news today in history, find out interesting facts about the day that was February 5th. Then in our news at 7.30, a grieving mother speaks. Hear her heart-wrenching account of the fatal barrage of bullets that claimed her son's life. Plus, the U.S. Charge d'Affaires dismisses safety concerns amid recent travel advisory for the Bahamas. The story when our news returns. Janet Jackson presents Together Again, a celebration of hits plus brand new music live in concert. Janet Jackson at Atlantis, Saturday, April 27th. Get tickets now at AtlantisLive.com. For more, visit JanetJackson.com. As a sponsor of this initiative, RBC is proud to take another significant step in our journey of 115 fruitful years here in the Bahamas. Our partnership with Alive further emphasizes our unwavering commitment to small and medium-sized businesses. I want to show you the ambitious entrepreneurs that RBC stands with you. So let's embrace the spirit of this campaign and create a thriving business landscape together for a prosperous future for all. Welcome back to our news. It's time now to turn our spotlight on events that shaped the day that was February 5th. Take a look. On this day in Bohemian history in 1717, King George I of Great Britain appointed Woods Rogers as the royal governor and captain general of the Bahama Islands. Rogers' mission was to eliminate piracy from the colony and institute a robust and capable government. In 1865, Edward Nichols died in London, England. Nichols, an Anglo-Irish soldier, played a significant role in the War of 1812, particularly in Spanish Florida. The Historical Society notes that during his service, he actively recruited Africans and Native American tribes to join the conflict against the Americans. Following the war, some of the soldiers who had fought under Nichols sought refuge in the Bahamas. In honor of his contributions, they established the settlement of Nichols Town on Andros Island and named it in his honor. Then between February 4th and 5th in 1895, the American steamship Sin Fuegos sank off Harbor Island, Eleuthera. 
after running aground on the devil's backbone during its journey from Santiago, Cuba to New Providence. Thankfully, all passengers and crew were rescued by Bahamians. The ship, carrying over 1,100 tons of cargo and 15 bags of mail, now lies on the seafloor, offering a dive site near Eleuthera. And finally, in 1942, Dr. Hervis Lamont Bain was born in Nassau. He was an artist, theologian, and cultural icon, best known as the designer of the Bahamian flag and coat of arms. Dr. Bain died on October 25, 2015. He was 73. Well, we've got a new way to dine to tell you about, and it's courtesy of Real Laugh Network. This culinary experience infuses a colorful display of Bahamian talent, food, and a murder mystery. Danielle Miller attended the official launch. She has all the spicy details. Drama, scandal, comedy, and a murder mystery. Jazz to Kill is the first volume of a three-course murder series curated by the Real Laugh Network. Hosted at Prime One Steakhouse, audiences can look forward to delicious food courses whilst being enthralled by this incredible display of local theater. So I was really excited the fact that it was happening here in Nassau, right? So that was the hype already. And then the show itself was so great, so good. I mean, the plot, everything, and the fact that we, they involved everybody in the audience. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Produced by Raquel Roll, she recognized an opportunity to expand her company and bring something unique to the table. So we started this process of three-course murder last year before summer. I would have came up with this idea and I introduced it to the Royal Caribbean cohort. I was a part of the boot camp. The boot camp was an intense eight weeks program with Access Accelerator. And I was assigned a great mentor, Precious Thompson. And we had to pitch this concept. We had to do a pitch video. So the team and I created this pitch video, um, very, very intense. And then we had to pitch this idea if we were shortlisted in person. So we pitched the concept to Royal Caribbean, some of their execs, some of the execs, Access Accelerator, Ministry of Tourism. And we came out third place for our concept. And so what that looked like is that would have been in August. And in November, um, we identify Prime One as the location to pilot the program. And during that period, we, we rehearsed nonstop. And here we are today. Featuring a dynamic cast, the show keeps audiences engaged as you try to figure out the all-important question, who did it? I play Beatrice, but you can call me Bea. Now, who did I think did it? I would have said my good friend Lady Eve. My character's Lady Eve. I'm the clump owner, and I own this joint. In your detective voice, who do you think did it? D um, I, I, uh, the, 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 the writer. The writer. <laughs> this show is available for your viewing pleasure every Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday at 8 p.m. until March 28th. Reporting for our news. I'm Danielle Miller. All right. Thanks a lot for that, Danny. If you want to see that story again and for all of today's top stories, you can visit rnews.bs. That's going to do it for us in News at 7. Joining us now is Italia Hall with the latest headlines. Italia, murder, mystery. I want to go. And dinner. I mean, it looks <laughs> very go. theatrical. It looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, it is I real laughs laughing laugh the networks. entire time. Yeah, that, that looked really fun. Yeah. Maybe we should do it. It's for like, sure. We always make days. these plans for dates. But I don't so let's make it happen okay. then. Let's make it happen. <laughs> All right, but we will. Seriously, my cousin Condra was telling me about it over the weekend, and I... Now seeing Denny do it, now yeah, I realize it. Looks, it, it looks, yeah, really it looks like a really exciting time. All right, great yeah. report, Denny. Thanks so much, Ken. Well, a grieving mother speaks, plus the U.S. Charge Aid Affairs dismisses safety concerns. Here are your latest headlines. First tonight on our news, live at 7.30, the country recording its 24th murder. This is a man was gunned down in the Chippenham community this morning. We have to do better as parents and as a community. You can't blame the church or the government. We have to blame the homes. 
and I ain't gonna stop blaming the home. Plus, initial police investigations suggest that the country's latest murder may have been a robbery. Also, the U.S. charge aid affairs not concerned that the Bahamas is unsafe for American citizens. And later, the opulent drive shanty town torn down, leaving many without a home. The local pastor is speaking out tonight. Our news live at 7.30 is back in a moment. The Our News team has been busy. Get ready for a heartwarming celebration with a Valentine's giveaway exclusively on Our News as we count down to the season of love. Simply tune into our Thursday and Friday newscasts where we'll feature special couples sharing their love stories. Keep an eye on the comment section. We'll pop in with a love-themed question and your correct answer could make you a winner. Thanks to our amazing sponsors, we have incredible prizes waiting for you. From romantic getaways to delightful gift baskets, the chances to win are endless. Winners will be selected and announced every Saturday and Sunday during our news weekend. So stay tuned, get ready to win and share the love this Valentine's season. Love is in the air and it could be your lucky day. Only on Our News. My first name ain't baby, it's Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Janet Jackson presents Together Again, a celebration of hits, plus brand new music live in concert. Janet Jackson at Atlantis, Saturday, April 27th. Get tickets now at AtlantisLive.com. For more, visit JanetJackson.com. As a sponsor of this initiative, RBC is proud to take another significant step in our journey of 115 fruitful years here in the Bahamas. Our partnership with Alive further emphasizes our unwavering commitment to small and medium-sized businesses. I want to show you the ambitious entrepreneurs that RBC stands with you. So let's embrace the spirit of this campaign and create a thriving business landscape together for a prosperous future for all. Welcome to our news. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Italia Hall. The mother of the man gunned down just feet away from his door is speaking out, telling just one station she heard the barrage of bullets that ended her son's life. This is one of their neighbors who lost her son to gun violence, says the murder brought back horrible memories. My inside trembling. I, I, I can't explain it to you and tell you how I feel right now. That's my last son. I have four sons. That's the last one. A mother laughed with heartache as her son, 31-year-old Giovanni Joseph, was shot and killed shortly after 6 this morning. The news sent shockwaves through what has been described as a quiet neighborhood on Providence Avenue. Tarita Joseph says her son was about to leave for work. He went outside to start his vehicle, and that is when she heard the gunfire. I hear pop, 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 pop. So I go behind the door here and take them people. Then I see them drive out the car, speed over the car, and he was lying across in the middle right there to the gates, straight across, straight, got like he was coming back inside. Authorities confirming the 31-year-old is not known to police, his mother describing him as a humble person. He ain't give no trouble, you understand? You know, young boys sit out here with a couple of friends. You used to have a lot of friends, but not anymore. He might have one or two sitting outside on the porch here, drinking, talking, foolishness, laughing. That's it. Resident Dolores Adderley, who did not want to be seen on camera, says hearing the gunshots was a traumatizing experience, as her son was gunned down in the same community outside her home in 2017. I didn't think it was going to come back to Chippenham, but it's back here again. We don't have gangs in Chippenham, but it spills over because we don't know where our kids are. We don't know what our children are involved in. We must take a better role as parents. I, I have to reiterate that. I have to. This tragedy would not stop until we as a community come together and parents go back to being parents. We can't continue to condone wrong. We cannot have a blind eye to things that we know our children are doing what is wrong. And to the person or persons responsible for the death of Joseph's son, here's what she had to say. At the end of the day, you got to reveal yourself and God sees you cannot hide from him. No matter what you do, at the end of the day, you, you're going to be revealed. You understand? That somebody's child is killing, not a bird. It's somebody's child. Somebody's belly pain. You understand? 
Right, such a sad story. While a quiet community in Chippingham awakened to a bloody scene this morning as 31-year-old, a 31-year-old rather, gunned down around 6 as he walked outside his home to his car. Police found the body of Giovanni Joseph just feet away from his front door. While Chief Superintendent Michael Johnson, officer in charge of the Criminal Investigations Department, telling reporters the two male suspects, that two male suspects rather ambushed him just as he walked outside. Two males, both armed, one armed with a high-powered weapon, who approached him and shot him multiple times about the body. Our information is that these males also took a gold-colored Honda Accord, which we believe is the victim's vehicle. A stolen car and the fact that he is unknown to police leading initial investigations to suggest a robbery. Meanwhile, reporters press police about growing public concern. The police are out. We're out and about. We have a number of operations that are taking place. And um, we're yielding some good results um, that is not reported. We have made some good firearm arrests. We have charged a number of persons with serious offenses. And we just advise persons to please just be on alert, be careful of their surroundings. But the police, we are here to protect all citizens. Police shot and wounded a 23-year-old woman they allege was trying to run over police officers with her car near Independence Highway in Blue Hill Road around 2 a.m. And get this, police say she was driving a stolen car west on Marathon Road onto Independence Highway. Officers caught up with the driver near Blue Hill Road and pulled the car over. When officers got out of the car, the woman reportedly accelerated and officers opened fire. Despite her injuries, the woman sped off, but police caught up with her and arrested her near Blue Hill and Soldier Roads. Now the suspect is currently in hospital, but her condition is unknown. Well, 23 murders in 36 days. Three of those slayings happened in the past 72 hours. The violence rocking the nation, leaving many to ask, how did we get here? Our Jasmine Brown takes a look in this report. We're waging war on the criminals. We're not going to relent. We will not. We will remain firm, we will remain focused. Police making it clear they want to clamp down on crime. But despite launching a series of tactics, the murder count continues to head further into the double digits. Since January 1st, there have been 24 murders, 22 in New Providence and one in Abaco, and one in Grand Bahama. And the violence has been shocking. Take, for instance, the first homicide for the year, when a son allegedly stabbed his father to death in an upscale gated community in western New Providence. Three days later, a couple was shot and killed during a brazen daylight drive-by shooting on Prince Charles Drive. And on January 7th, a 16-year-old girl was shot and killed in Nassau Village. Then there was the fatal shooting of a grandmother on January 11th through Lily of the Valley Corner. While those incidents were shocking, authorities say suspects on bail make up the majority of victims this year, a trend that spilled over from 2023. Police Commissioner Clayton Fernander has made it clear he's no fan of the current bail laws. And it have to be some deterrent, man. It have to be some deterrent. The criminals are not feeling the full arm of the law. The Davis administration has since tabled legislation to amend the current Bail Act. But what's fueling the crime? Gangs. In a national address on January 15th, Prime Minister Philip Davis insisted they won't be tolerated. We're not just disrupting them, we are dismantling them. Two days later, National Security Minister Wayne Monroe told the Nassau Guardian that crime was down 20% last year. For Free National Movement leader Michael Pintard, the numbers mean very little. The general Bahamian uh, community have a fear of the pervasiveness of crime. Now, while we were able to track the murders so far this year, what we're all still waiting on is the release of the 2023 crime statistics. Once that happens, we'll have a true take on the crime situation across the country. Reporting for our news, I'm Jasmine Brown. All right, thanks for that, Jasmine. While well, U.S. Chargate Affairs Usha Pitt says she's not the least concerned that the Bahamas is unsafe for American citizens. This after she was asked about the recent security alert travel advisory warning U.S. citizens about safety in New Providence published at the end of January. Pitt says it's important to note that our travel advisory level, which is currently listed as level two, suggesting visitors exercise increased caution, has not changed in years. No, not the least concerned. Uh, the travel advisory level hasn't changed uh, since 
2022, I believe. It's been, it's been a, a good two years since the travel advisory changed. And even then, it got better because we came out of COVID. So we were encouraging people to travel more freely and, and, and feel that they, that they could travel. So no, I'm, I'm not concerned. While the U.S. security alert released on January 23rd warned Americans about the Bahamas' 18 murders up to that point, adding that murders had occurred at all hours, including in broad daylight on the streets. The alerts advised actions including included keeping a low profile and exercising extreme caution in eastern New Providence. The Charge d'Affaires says... We have to remember that our audience is Americans. Uh, who are coming to the Bahamas, we want to make sure that they're safe. And so we have a responsibility to warn them uh, to be careful when they need to be careful. So um, that's, all, that's all the travel advisory is. And that was our intent, was to let them know um, uh, which to, what to be aware of. It was um, no change in the travel advisory level. All right. Well, heavy rain showers around the islands on this Monday causing some flooding here in New Providence. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is live in the Weather Center with your first look at weather. Greg, this afternoon I rode through some pretty high rain. Yeah, um, we are still not out of the woods yet. We still have some more showers uh, heading our way from the Andro side. And of course, we had a several severe thunderstorm warnings issued earlier. We also, we also had some reports of hail. I saw some wow. social media posts, hail in the Hatchet Bay area. Yesterday, we had some in the Life of Key area. Could see some of that uh, later on tonight. 66 degrees, it's cool on the outside. It's partly cloudy. Your wind's out of the southwest at 13 miles per hour, and your feels like temperature is a comfortable 64. Satellite radar composite showing what we are undergoing right now. Um, big low pressure system spinning in the uh, eastern Gulf of Mexico, just to the west of Florida. And that's dragging a lot of moisture across us. As I mentioned, we're not out of the woods. We still have some showers and thunderstorms headed our way, so we could see some more uh, thunderstorm activity, mainly across the northwest Bahamas, the central and southeast Bahamas, seeing the first round we had earlier. That's now pushing to the south. And of course, this low pressure system is going to cause a lot of problems for us over the next couple of days. Gale warning starting tonight through tomorrow. That's a quick check on conditions around the island. Stick with us. A look at your extended forecast is still to come. Still to come in our news, residents of the opulent drive shanty town are without a home tonight. We don't have no destination. My destination right now is my truck. Everything, all my kids here, everything in my truck. So I got the kids who got payment passport. They ain't even ask no question. Plus, will 2024 see big tourism numbers this year? And RF Bank and Trust Executive weighs in when our news live at 7.30 continues. It has the looks, the style, the performance. Your new car is everything you always dreamed of. Now it's here. Commonwealth Bank was happy to help put you behind the wheel with a new car loan at a competitive rate and fast, friendly approval. It's a service that just comes naturally to us, just like how love of tradition comes naturally to you. Commonwealth Bank, leader in personal banking services. From Super Bowl parties to family functions, the fun starts at super value and quality supermarkets. Rainbow corn beef, 12 ounce, 229. Best value whole kernel corn, 15 ounce, 99 cents. Quaker oats, assorted 18 ounce, 379. Chicken drumsticks, 99 cents per pound. Fresh tomatoes, 249 per pound. If you're looking to save, you're looking at super value and quality supermarkets. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is now City of Hope creating one of the leading cancer care and research networks from coast to coast, providing more of what you need. More locations means more care closer to home. More specialists means more expertise. More research means more breakthroughs. More advancements means more treatment options. And more options means more hope. Call now to get more of the care you need. 
Last week, the principal, Mr. Bethel, reached out to us and asked for a total of five laptops after a further investigation that he needed more to complete the computer lab. And now we're here today to donate the full 25 laptops. We realize in the business of education, we need partners. And companies like Gerald Investment have proven themselves. They are so excited about this to get the laptops. Residents of the opulent drive shantytown are without a place to sleep tonight after illegal, the illegal community was torn down. A community pastor distressed about the situation witnessed a demolition of his church that stood firm for two years while residents say they feel abandoned by government. Sasha Lightborn reports. Dozens of residents of the opulent drive shantytown helplessly watched as their homes were dismantled in a demolition operation. Over 82 unregulated structures torn apart by tractors and heavy machinery. This father of three who had resided in the Haitian village for nine years expressed the grim reality that he and his family would be forced to sleep in their truck as they had nowhere else to go. We don't have no destination. My destination right now is my truck. Everything, all my furniture, everything in my truck. So I got the kids who got payment passport. They even ask no question. This latest in a series of similar demolition exercises across the country is part of government's aggressive effort to rid the country of illegal communities. But tonight, this father crying shame on government for what he describes as unfair treatment of Haitians living in the Bahamas. They give you 28 days. From 28 days, I've been looking for two bedroom or three bedroom. Nowhere in the Bahamas. They tell you go to the social service, social service. When I go there, they say nothing to us. So they just want this choice, Haitian in this community. Moments before his church became rubble, our news spoke with Jean St. Clair, a community pastor who says after two years of occupying the property, he's sad to see the place where his members have come to worship ripped to pieces. For the church, they say I have to move the stuff. I don't know where I'm going to put them. That's a, you have a lot of stuff. I done spend a lot of money on that church, a lot of money on that church to build that church. Reporting for our news, I'm Sasha Lightborn. All right, Sasha, thanks for that story. And of course, to see it is available now on ournews.bs. Well, 2003 was a great year for the Bahamas as millions of tourists visited the country. But the question has been asked whether these large arrival numbers will continue in 2024. Well, during our recent sit-down interview, RF Bank and Trust Group Head of Investments, Vice President David Slatter said, based on several factors, tourism numbers this year are not expected to exceed 2023. And there are a number of reasons for that. Number one, uh, the U.S. economy is slowing. A lot of all that surplus uh, money, the over $2 trillion that American consumers had in their pockets, is effectively gone. Credit card delinquencies are on the rise in the States. Consumer loan delinquencies are on the rise in the States. So I just don't see the U.S. tourists being able to drive Bahamian tourism uh, to the same rate of growth we had in 2023. So unfortunately, I think we're going to have a good, a good year in 2024, but it's not going to be... Uh, I, th I don't think it's going to be as good as 2023. So 2024, good, but not as good as 2023. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, well, it means that our government is going to have to address this fiscal situation somehow. So I think the you know implementation of new new forms of taxation is almost inevitable. So if you're an individual, you know when you start doing your budgeting going forward. You need to be really conservative. You need to tight, tighten the reins a bit. Maybe expect that uh, the public sector is going to be taking a little bit more out of your paycheck, out of your bottom line if you're a company, than it currently is. So that's unfortunately the situation that individuals and companies have to deal with, I think, if they're being realistic with their budgeting going forward. So slower economic growth. Um, don't expect uh, significant improvements in, in uh, the economic portion of the country. It's going to be good, but it's not going to be as robust as 2023. It's now time for tonight's Financial Market Minute, brought to you by RF, your local investment bank.
This has been your Financial Market Minute. To explore the best-performing mutual funds in the Bahamas, visit our website at www.rfgroup.com. Coming up in sports, Jazz and the Marlins head to arbitration and the local high school basketball postseason begins to heat up. And not-so-nice weather conditions to start off the work week? Greg is back with your weather details right after this quick break. Stay with us. You've heard of electric cars. Now it's time you drive one. Easy Car Sales welcomes you to experience the power and prestige of the latest electric vehicles. Plug in at home for a 65% discount off your gas bill and never get stuck at the pump again. Build your dreams of a better future with a better car. The BYD EV. Visit easy242.com to book your free test drive today. Save your money while driving in style. Only at Easy Car Sales. Saturday, February 10th. At the gateway to the Americas, on the picturesque island of Grand Bahama, a pioneering initiative is taking shape. Lukaya Solar Power Limited presents the $15 million Lukaya Solar Power Project, the first of its kind in the Bahamas' energy landscape. The state-of-the-art solar farm on the Fairfield and Devon sites spans just over 30 acres, and once completed, will harness the power of the sun to generate over 9.5 megawatts of clean, sustainable energy. The Lakaya Solar Project is a pivotal step towards diversifying the country's energy sources and significantly reducing dependency on fossil fuels. It's more than just a project. It's a commitment to a greener, more sustainable future. Lakaya Solar Power Limited, powered by Inti, Powering your world, powering your future. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you. At the Airport Industrial Park, and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377. How is your day going? In a word, busy. 6 a.m. gym, 7 a.m. breakfast, 8 a.m. drop the kids to school, 9 to 3 back-to-back meetings with working lunch, of course, 4 p.m. pick up the kids, 4.15 dog groomer. Oh, but that reminds me, oh dear. Is something wrong? Yeah, I double booked my 6 p.m. charity committee versus helping out at the kids' ballet. Oh, it's a tough one, I promise the kids. Which one are you going to reschedule? Neither. Divide and conquer. My husband can handle his own on the dance floor. It's a good thing your money's been just as busy. RF, keeping your money busy with investment products and services that match your needs. This is our news. Welcome back, Jazz. And the Marlins head to arbitration, and the high school basketball postseason begins to heat up. Joining us now for our inaugural edition of Our Sports, presented by 10th Year Seniors, is Ronaldo Dorset. Ronaldo? Thanks, Italia, and welcome to Our Sports, presented by 10th Year Seniors. I'm Ronaldo Dorset. That's John Martinut. Let's do show. $275,000. That's the difference between Jazz Chisholm's salary requests and the final numbers arbiters decided that the Marlins would pay their star center fielder. Chisholm will be paid just over $2.6 million rather than his $2.9 million request for the upcoming season. This was the first offseason that Chisholm was eligible for arbitration. Last season, he was paid approximately $750,000. An all-star in 2022 at second base, Chisholm shifted to center field in 2023 and hit 250 with 19 home runs and 51 RBI. The biggest question, of course, his health. Chisholm has missed 157 games over the last two seasons with various ailments. The Marlins will also enter arbitration with all-star second baseman Luis Arraez, so it'll be interesting to see how the numbers play out with that one. Sticking with the baseball diamond, but this time on the field, we're still a few weeks away from spring training, but we already have professionals competing at a high level. Pitcher Chavez Fernandez is competing for Creole de Caguas of Puerto Rico in the 66th edition of the Caribbean Series held in Miami. A 6-3 righty in the Detroit Tigers farm system, Fernandez has four strikeouts and two saves in his last two appearances for the Puerto Rican team. Fernandez spent time at the single-A, double-A, and triple-A levels in the 2023 season, while also competing for Great Britain in the World Baseball Classic. Chiron Kemp's stellar season continues on the indoor circuit with his second consecutive win in the long jump pit. 
The Minnesota State Moorhead Dragon Sr. topped the podium at the Bison Open in Fargo, North Dakota with a leap of 7.24 meters. Now the number wasn't overwhelming, but a win is a win. The previous weekend, Camp earned Conference Field Athlete of the Week for his performance at the UND Open. His winning mark of 15.71 was an NCAA provisional mark and also the best mark in NCAA Division II all season. The BAISS Basketball Championships are currently underway at the Kendall Isaacs Gymnasium. The St. John's College Giants headlined the list of contenders with three teams in four of the contested divisions. The Giants' junior girls are taking on the top-seeded SAC Big Red Machine, and in the Junior Boys series, the number one-seeded Giants are facing the number two Queens College Commons. Over in senior girls' play, the number two Giants will face off against the number one seed Kingsway Academy Saints. And the senior boys will feature the number three Saints against the defending champion and top seed C.W. Saunders Cougars. All games are broadcast live on the 10YS Facebook page and the Rev Social Media Networks, so head there to keep up with the latest. For more on these stories and more of us, tune into 10YS Daily across all Rev TV and 10YS social media platforms. That'll do it for our sports presented by 10th Year Seniors. That's John Mark Nutt. I'm Ronaldo Dorset. Back to the studio. Still ahead on our news tonight, heavy showers in the capital on this Monday. And keep your raincoats nearby as there may be more rain to come. Craig is back with more weather details when our news returns. Last week, the principal, Mr. Bethel, reached out to us and asked for a total of five laptops after a further investigation that he needed more to complete the computer lab. And now we're here today to donate the full 25 laptops. We realize in the business of education, we need partners. And companies like Gerald Investment have proven themselves. They are so excited about this to get the laptops. From Super Bowl parties to family functions, the fun starts at super value and quality supermarkets. Rainbow corn beef, 12 ounce, 229. Best value whole kernel corn, 15 ounce, 99 cents. Quaker oats, assorted 18 ounce, 379. Chicken drumsticks, 99 cents per pound. Fresh tomatoes, 249 per pound. If you're looking to save, you're looking at super value and quality supermarkets. Attention, my Solomon Smart Rewards members! Are you ready for a holiday season filled with savings and rewards? Introducing Triple Point Sundays in Solomon's and Exuma Markets. That's right, earn three times the points on Sundays, November 5th to December 24th, when you shop Solomon's and Exuma Markets. Don't miss out on this incredible chance to earn bonus points for your holiday grocery shopping. So triple the joy this holiday season and shop Triple Point Sundays for triple the savings on all the best deals. Ain't no one else giving it three times the points. No, tri triple points, no. No more licking and keep on ticking. Ow, baby! Have you heard that sound? It's the sound of us. Since our origins, we burst music. Our sounds mixed together. So let us hear your sound too. Your sound of passion, of joy, of friendship. The sound of your style and the beat of your night. It's time to play together the sound of Guinness, the sounds of greatness. Welcome back to our news. Heavy downpours causing some localized flooding in the capital. Greg is back in Weather Center Live with your extended forecast. Greg, tough day. Tough day is correct. Yeah, I heard some passengers complaining about the flights. It was a bit rough. But... It's going to be a little busy out there. We have a low pressure system at the surface and an upper level system that's spinning. All of that will combine to provide us with some more showers and some thunderstorm activity. Could see some of those uh, showers heavy and thunderstorms strong to severe times. This will continue as this low slides out towards the east. Wraparound moisture on the backside of that low will continue to plague us for the next couple of days. But the real story will be the winds. This low is going to deepen, uh, strengthen, and it's going to provide us with some very strong winds over the next couple of days. Gale warnings are in effect for all the islands starting late tonight and into tomorrow. Winds are going to be up to gale force across most of the island chain, and it's going to get very rough and hazardous out there. So boating and beaching, not advised, and we're asking you to stay on shore. Taking a look at our future forecast, a lot of the moisture still wrapping around that low across the northwest Bahamas, some of that moving into the central Bahamas overnight. We get a slight clearing, but as I mentioned, more moisture will wrap around and we will continue to see this trend throughout uh, the next couple of days. And then by Thursday, Friday, we expect things to be tapering off. 
Once again, gale warnings in effect starting late tonight and into tomorrow. Winds will be out of the west, northwest, across the northwest, Bahamas, 20 to 30 knots. They will be gusting up to gale force. Seas are going to be 5 to 8 feet, but they will be building to 14 feet. And by tomorrow night, we expect these seas to build even higher. They should be up to about 20 feet to the north of the uh, Northern Islands. Low tide tonight will be at 942. High tide will be at 424 tomorrow morning. Same thing for the central and southeast Bahamas. Gale warnings, but your winds will be more southwest to west, 20 to 30 knots. And they will be gusting higher times. Seas 5 to 8, but they will be up to 12 feet in some very large swells. Of course, tomorrow we're asking you if you plan on moving across that glass window bridge, make sure you exercise extreme caution. Here's a look now at your national forecast. In the extended forecast, some showers still in the forecast tomorrow. Temperatures will be taking a dip as we get some cool air mass behind it. But by the weekend, we expect things to be uh, improving, getting a little warmer, and of course, improving conditions for the weekend. That's it. We got our weather. Make it a safe night, everybody. All right. Thanks, Greg. And thank you for joining us for our news tonight. On behalf of the entire team, I'm Natalia Hall. We'll see you tomorrow night. Have a great evening.